Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Down the block, Andrew Jones. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle has won the grand final. It's got the ball. Jones. Another set of draft interviews today from Saturday night from my draft weekend. And uh, here we've got, so you've listened to pick one, two, three, and four. I was obviously pick five. So I've done my own review of my team uh, yesterday. You can go back and have a listen to that. But now we've got pick seven and eight, I believe. No, sorry, we've got pick six. Uh, Pick seven, he wasn't available after our draft to do an interview. So we've got pick six, we've got pick eight. Now, pick six is a guy that he was in my Supercoach draft last year. Um, got pretty unlucky, got last pick, took Roger Tuovasashek, Sean Johnson, which uh, Sean Johnson was a great pick, but he got injured when it mattered. Uh, Roger Tuovasashek had a career-low season out of absolutely nowhere, and uh, Michael still managed to come 10th. He's a guy that definitely knows his supercoach, very handy on supercoach classics. So I'm really excited to see him go around this year with a good team. He has picked a really solid team this year too, so quite a knowledgeable guy. So that'll be the first chat that you hear. The second one will be from one of my mates, Kurt. Uh, Kurt started last year, uh, sort of took the piss out of it for the first half of the year, sort of played the I don't care sort of card, but then by the back end of the season was completely obsessed with Supercoach, even though he had an absolute Barry Crocker on draft night. Uh, a pretty inexperienced guy, a guy that's still learning how Supercoach works and how draft day works and which players to target and stuff. So a good, really good beaker for guys that are beginners in Supercoach draft to have a listen to Kurt and what he learned in his first year, because he really did learn some hard lessons. Um of course, he had a pretty average draft day. He picked a couple of guys just based on averages, which we all sort of do when we begin. But it was made even worse for Kurt. He did take Tom Trevojevic early, uh, and he didn't play much footy last year. So a lot of hard lessons learned. He definitely picked a much better team this year. Still a couple of rogue picks here and there, but definitely an improvement on last year. I'm really keen to see how he's traveling. Probably next year, I, I think, could, could be a year where uh, he could definitely push himself further up the ladder. So two different perspectives. Two guys that didn't do overly well last year that are pretty hungry here. Uh, two champion fellas. I'll kick it off now with Michael. 
Michael Puella, mate. Uh, obviously, you joined the comp last year. You weren't able to make draft day, unfortunately. You, you drafted from a wedding. Quite an experience. Your missus must have been fucking stoked. Oh, she was thrilled. Absolutely <laughs> thrilled in between. Um, but, yeah, commitment. You know, you've got to do what needs to be done. Mate, what's the difference between drafting at home and drafting here on the weekend? Oh, it's awesome um, to have, I guess, draft day here with all the boys, beers, banner. Um, you get more of an atmosphere here, that's for certain. Mate, uh, you ended up with pick six. Uh, you were actually after me, so we were uh, we were in sync for most of the night. I uh, I went with Cody Walker at five. You got Kalen Ponga. Is Ponga the man that you wanted? Yeah, yeah, um, definitely. I was either looking at Ponga or Grant, um, probably out of one of those two for me at six. Um, but with Ponga playing um, Brisbane, I think in twenty five, that was probably the it's big. Two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that meant, that was, I guess. Reason I went with him. Mate, there, there is nothing scarier yeah. than knowing you, you're versing Ponga on a flat track. It is terrifying. Mate, uh, pick two. You went with the South Sydney superstar, Cam Murray. What was the thought process there? Uh, for Murray, um, the fact that he's in the middle this year um, and also just to get more of a base guy versus the high ceiling guy in Ponga, um, I just wanted to yeah consolidate a little bit on mm. the second round. Pick number three. Now, uh, I'm not sure if you saw, but this one raised some eyebrows around the room. And for me, there is a lot of mouths to feed in Canberra, but if there's one guy with a higher ceiling than the rest of them, it is Joey Tapanay, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I really like the look of Tapanay. He just gets better and better every year. Um, I took a long time with that pick. Um, I think why it raised a lot of eyebrows is, yeah, I went back to second row forward again. Um, I was tossing up between Luai and Tarpany there um, but uh, once again I feel just Tarpany was the better pick and yeah he was the one Raider that I wanted and that was it yeah no if there's yeah. one Raider you want yeah. in that pack it's definitely him uh, pick number four mate you went for a halfback obviously a pretty skinny position you go on with the New Zealand Warriors 7 Chanel Harris Tavita I think I'd be pretty happy with that one yeah I, I reached for him a little bit um, I think with Harris Tavita I think he averaged about 70 uh, maybe in the last handful or five to seven rounds or something. And, yeah, kicking goals again this year. Um, I was very happy with it, absolutely. Uh, Todd Payton leaves the building there. Is that a bit of a worry with you with Chanel? I, I thought he really improved under him. Yeah, a little bit. But um, you expect him to hold that seven jersey throughout the whole season, um, particularly with Kieran moving on. Um, I think it's really just so Sullivan um, that will be challenging for that halfback jersey. And, yeah, he should be safe. Pick number five, mate, leaving the Penrith Panthers, arriving at South Sydney, Josh Mansour. Um, I guess your hope would be be on the left sting. It looks like he'll be on the right. Um, I mean, if for whatever reason he does end up on the left, my God, you've got some cracking value at five, don't you? Yeah, absolutely. So um, you just want a piece of that South Sydney back line, um, 100% like that. Either left or right edge, Yeah, they're going to be scoring a lot of points this year. And, yeah, once again playing the Dragons round 25 against... That was a big reason why you took Walker at five. Um, yep. It's sort of why I went Mansour as well there. Mate, I will say this year, your centre wings, you went pick five, seven, nine, and ten. You've got Mansour, Aitken, Branko, Lee, Ramian. you got some sensational base stat guys there. I really like what you've done there. Yeah. Cheers, mate. Yeah, um, absolutely. Like you said, base stat guys, base power, um, tackle busters, um, high work guys. Um, absolutely, so... 
fingers crossed it works out. Mate, one guy that we spoke about during the draft, obviously we sort of knew who, like which positions each other were targeting. So yeah. we're out, able to have a couple of friendly <laughs> conversations. Um, and it sort of ended up that we drafted very differently. I was never after a position I thought you were after. Yeah. So it was a bit easier for us. One guy we did speak about, which you got round eight, which I really like, Lachlan Lamb. You're obviously a rooster. You're sitting here mm-hmm. with your City Ford jersey on. <laughs> Tell me about Lamb. Um, Lockie, I guess, um, oh, yeah, for me... It could be a big year for him. Um, I think with Kiri there controlling the show, I think you'll see Lamb really finish off things. Um, he might get a lot of try contributions, though, playing out the back to Tedesco. Um, but with Lockie, good running game, good def- good defensive player, um, I think, yeah, he pre- presented a lot of value there. Um, and with the dual positioning, just really tipped it over the edge for me. Speaking of value, mate, round 11, you went with Andrew Fafita. Uh, we've heard he stripped a couple of kgs. I think it's 11 kilos. Uh, I mean, he's not the first rugby league player to strip a heap of kilos in the offseason. But this guy, I mean, mate, you got him in round 11. If you took him 11 overall three years ago, no no one, you know, it was just a normal pick then. He was a superstar. What do you think you can get out of Fafita? Um, for him... He's obviously got a big offload game. Um, I think the question will be down to, obviously, his knee and how many minutes he'll get. But I really wanted to tr- try and target those high-ceiling guys. And for me, Fafita is one of those where he might be on 30 points with 10 minutes to go, but then he might end up on 70 or 80 by the end of the game. So that, that was my thought process there. Round 12, Tex Hoy. Uh, if you didn't have Kalen Ponga, would you have even looked at this guy? Probably not. Um, it was really to handcuff um, for those first, you know, four to six weeks that Ponga's out. Um, I really probably wouldn't even looked at Hoy for bench, um, but it was, yeah, just to cover Ponga, essentially. Mate, pick 14, Coolum and Tungy out of the South Sydney Rabbitohs. I've gone with Jacob Host myself, so you and me, <laughs> we're going to be on the edge of this seat come Teamless Tuesday. What do you think you can get out of Coolum and Tungy? If he, if he does start, if he's named to start on Tuesday, what do you get out of him? I, th- I think, obviously, good hole runner. Um, he's got a lot of power. Um, I think for him, attacking threat, absolutely. Um, once again, in that South Sydney side, um, I, I think... That's sort of my thought process there. And the fact that you went host as well beforehand, I probably didn't want you to have both, um, to, to be mm, honest. Smart footy. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I was more to probably protect myself a little bit, um, hypothetically. But, yeah, whoever gets that spot, um, yeah, will rip some rewards, I guess. Now, mate, it's a fantastic team. I think you've done really well, but uh, I'm not going to lie. I did take it personally when you took my mate Branko. That one, that one hit me between the eyes. Yeah, um, I guess, again, you want to try and target those CTWs that are in high-scoring teams that you think are going to go really well. Um, yeah, I wanted a piece of that Melbourne action, um, essentially, yeah. Now, mate, we had uh, we had Tom Burns on before talking about his classic uh, his classic season last mm. year. He finished with the hat. You've got yourself a key ring for a couple of years ago. Where was your best finish? Uh, 81st, um, actually, yeah. That, I think that was 2018 um, from memory. Um but yeah, that was really down to my my boy Val Holmes um, playing fullback for the Sharks. Jumped on a bit early and rode it home. Um, essentially, is he a guy classic wise you'd consider this year up at the North Queensland Cowboys second year back? Um, I think it will really depend upon TLT if he's playing fullback. Um, I think 
if he is playing fullback, I do expect him to go a lot better this year. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, hearing the news that probably Drinkwater's won that spot, um, he's yeah. If he's on the win, he's a no go for me, unfortunately. But yeah, if he does get that number one, uh, my god, that changes things absolutely. Oh, big time! Yeah. That would be huge. Yeah, yeah. mate. The last thing I want to ask you about your draft team before yeah. I do let you go. Yeah. Uh, you're five eight. You went him round six. Ash Taylor. Uh, for me, I think Jamal Fogarty's potentially going to be the best thing to ever happen to Ash Taylor. What sort of points do you see him scoring for you this year? He's going to be crucial for you, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I think for Ash, he's getting better and better every year. Um, he's playing behind that big forward pack once again this year. Um, you know, you've got Tino, David Fafita coming in, SASA as well. Um, I, I think for Ash, if he can get those repeat sets just behind the line, um, really try and use, if he's playing on that left edge, Tafita... Re- I guess the way he's meant to be used, yep. um, that'll be really, really big. Um, for Ash, I'm hoping he's sort of got an average around that 55 to 65 mark, something in there I'll probably be pretty happy with. So um, if he's kicking goals as well, a bonus. Mate, I don't know how humble you are and that you hate to make excuses, but I imagine for you, you must be pretty excited about this year. You obviously... You weren't able to draft here live last year. You were doing it during a wedding. You had last pick. You went Roger. Roger and Sean Johnson. Yeah, yeah. So Johnson got injured. Roger yeah. had a career low year. Um, I mean, where did where, you finish last year? Uh, last year ended up 10th, um, actually. Um, I, I thought I had a pretty Definitely good an underachieve. For, yeah. for your super coach knowledge, an underachieve yeah. for sure, right? Yeah, absolutely. I thought I had a pretty good team, actually. Um Evo, Brett Morris. Um, yeah, I, I was very ecstatic at the time with Roger and SJ on the turn um, back to back. Um, just a little bit unlucky, but yeah, that's the game, isn't it? You know, so you just got to yeah try and hope for a better year, I guess. What did you learn from last year? Um, last year, for me, I did a lot more prep um, and just looked a lot into averages um, for the first year. Um, just not really knowing draft structure all that well um but for second year i really tried to look at i guess high ceiling guys players that i think will go well and more trust my gut rather Mm. than oh yeah that bloke averaged 65 last year he must right you know this year as well i think that was sort of the biggest takeaway that i learned from first year versus second year mick i wish you all the best you definitely deserve better than what you got last year i'll happily admit that so all the best this year mate cheers guru thanks mate Kurt, back for your second season, mate. What did you learn in the first year? Uh, I was heavily advised to do some research, which I stupidly ignored. Uh, but I think in a 40-man league, I was out of my depth the first year. I didn't know anywhere near enough fringe players. So I think the first year was a good trial run, but looks better already, I think. We'll see what happens. Mate, your first year is always tough. Uh, you did have a couple of things go against you last year. Obviously, you did draft Tom Trevojevic early. Uh didn't play much footy for you. That would have sunk you. No, I think you had one good game for me and I had the second best round score and still lost. So, yeah, it's a, a stinger. There, yeah. That's all right. I think I've heard you say that before, actually. Um, yeah, now, round one this year. Round one this year. Uh, you managed to pick up one of my favourites, Harry Grant. Obviously injured for the first couple of weeks, but yep. I think you've got really good value here, to be honest with you. What what pick were you? Uh, eighth. Eighth. So, I picked okay. eight. Um, I... 
so the very little research I did before the draft this year, I realized there was very few good hookers and halfbacks. Um, so I just wanted to get in early. And I was actually looking at Cody Walker, who you um, picked five. Five, yeah. pick five, yeah. Uh, and then having, who's a South fan before me, I was looking at Cook as well, because I think they're going to go massive this year. Um, yeah, so he disappeared and the next best hooker on the list was Grant. And I think after that was what, Coruscant? No, after late. yeah, he, he he was the next hooker to go. Your your pick number two though, Zach Lomax. Um, obviously a centre wing fullback out of a team that, geez, I'm probably not expecting them to score too many points. How confident are you with Lomax? Uh, look, he was good last year, um, and I think the dual position helps definitely. Uh, later in the draft, I was looking for a centre winger because I just didn't have any, and then I saw Dufty at eight. I'm probably jumping the gun here a bit. But um, Dufty was still available at eight and he was like an average of 10 higher than everyone else still left. And I was like, well, I'll take him and chuck Lomax into center wing. So a uh, little bit early, but he was great last year and I don't think the Dragons were especially great last year. So I don't see why this year will be much different. Number three pick, mate, a guy that I really like. Uh, you went for Jazz there, uh, picked him in the in the second row. Obviously, you already had Harry Grant. Uh, how do you see Jazz's role going this year at the Warriors? Is he going to play big minutes? Uh to be honest, it was it was partially I was looking at him and Kurt Mann just to cover Grant while he was injured. Um ended up getting both. But I don't think Mann, unless there's some injuries in Newcastle, will get big minutes. But I think Jazz will. We'll get uh, what, fifty, sixty a game? So, you know. And and that's all he needs realistically. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I think he'll, you know, um achieve what I picked him for. Mate, I think you got really good value in round ten, Peter Hicku. Uh, he's a guy that absolutely set the world alight last year. If he can reproduce that, I think you've got a cracking pick there. Yeah, I, I left my centre wingers a bit late. Um, I mean, I ended up putting uh, Dufty at fullback. So Lomax was my first real centre winger at eight. So they were late, but pretty happy to get Hiku at 10. Bit of value later in the draft as well for that position. But I don't think anyone really... Sh- oh, there was a bit of a shit the bed moment. There was about six centre wingers that went way too early. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I didn't feel the need to pick one early. So hopefully that pays off. I feel like Wade Graham, round 12, that was a pretty good get for you. I couldn't believe he was still there, to be honest. Um, actually, I think there's a few late that surprised me. Tom just actually went, not to me, but um, Alan got in quite late. And I just had my filters on second rollers only because that's what I needed and forgot he was there. So... There was, there was a lot of value late in our draft. I there was think. a heap of value, wasn't there? Yeah, big time. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I'm I'm much happier with this year than last year. So. Oh, mate, yeah, th- this compared to the side you pulled out last year, it is a massive improvement oh, was, for you. I was just hoping Turbo carried me to victories every week, and obviously that didn't happen. So it was a bit of a wash last year. It just got destroyed. Yeah, I mean, you had to learn some hard lessons last year, but I mean, by looking at this team, I think there's there's definite improvement here. Uh, mate, is this a side that you think can get you to the finals? Yeah, I think um, as they stay healthy, I can make the eight. And then, you know, who knows who, knows who gets rested? What other teams have injuries? And I think I've got a lot of dual positions going through it. A lot of people only had like one or two. I've got seven or something. So hopefully I can avoid the waiver wires not needed as much as I did last year. Yeah, versatility matters without a doubt. Mate, so, I'm going to hand so. you your team to have another look at. Tell me, who's your captains, vice-captains each week? Who, who are the sort of guys you're turning to? Uh, look, when Grant comes back, obviously he's an option, but Lomax has a pretty high ceiling. 
um, Tavaga and Deary. Man, if there's some injuries at Newcastle and they've got a favourable matchup. So there's a few options there. But no, I'm, I'm quite happy. Yeah, no, mate, I think you've drafted a pretty good side here. Uh, not an ideal position being pick eight. It, it could have been worse, but it definitely could have been better, right? Uh, look, I think if I had the choice, I wouldn't have gone much earlier. I was actually pretty happy to take eight. I think I would have gone maybe six, but eight's fine. Um, and I'm happy with my team, so see what happens. Fingers crossed we see you in finals this year, mate. Hopefully. Cheers, Gertie. Thanks. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.